Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Matthew Fisher, for 35 years, a foreign correspondent. He writes columns and opinion pieces for globalnews.ca and has familiarity with Beirut, and uh, Matthew wrote about that. You can find it on globalnews.ca. Uh, I, I, Matthew, this, this means a lot to you because you know the city of Beirut. You know the people, and you've also been exposed to massive explosions in your years as a foreign correspondent. So what's the message that you're receiving about what happened in, in Beirut? Well, uh, from the people that I know there and from my reading of it, my understanding of, of exactly where it took place and the architecture, the the urban geography around it, uh, it couldn't have happened in a worse spot. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, basically, Beirut is a horseshoe, uh, the center of town. And at the middle of that horseshoe, the opening of the horseshoe, if you like, on the west side, on the Mediterranean side, is where the explosion took place. The horseshoe is full of buildings that are 10, 15, 20 stories high, quite expensive apartments. The reason so many journalists were sort of a witness to it is, of course, that's where a lot of the foreign press corps live because they like the ocean view and whatnot. There are good restaurants in the neighborhood. It's a couple of minutes walk to the American University there and the Corniche, which is a, a great place to go for a walk in the evening, which is just to the south of where the explosion took place. So lots of people there. And if you like, also the business hub of Beirut or Lebanon, uh, to the extent that there is any business hub anymore there because the economy is in a ruinous state. So uh, a very bad place to have an explosion. Uh, The worst and, uh, of course, the consequences of so much TNT, effectively, it's ammonium nitrate, but we measure it in TNT. uh, And... uh, a tremendous explosive effect, uh, the second greatest explosion uh, uh, man-made in the history uh, of the world after the Halifax explosion. You know, we, we spoke earlier with um, uh, Luna Safwan, who's an independent journalist uh, in Beirut, who wrote a piece for for the Washington Post, and you could just hear the fatigue in her voice. She was extremely eloquent, but you could hear the, the, the fatigue in her voice. And when she described the explosion about uh, the first feeling she had. She thought it was an earthquake. And uh, they were very familiar with earthquakes in the region, of course. And uh, then she felt like there was an oppressive sense in the air. And the next thing she knew, she was being hurled across the room into a wall. And and as I'm reading your, your commentary, um, the Beirut blast was a rare event in terms of its brute force and power. I also read about you, when you wrote about ammonium nitrate being used for IEDs in Afghanistan, and you wrote the majority of Canadian soldiers who died in Afghanistan died because of ammonium nitrate um, IEDs. And and we're talking 275 tons in Beirut. Uh, 2,750 tons. That's right. I'm sorry. Of course, yes. Uh, and uh, the worst bomb, the aftermath of the worst bomb that I saw in Afghanistan, an improvised explosive device, what we used to call landmines, homemade landmines, was uh, about 2,000 pounds. So about 1% uh, of the volume. And that left an enormous crater, uh, sort of 
free uh, free t- uh, first downs in football wide and three uh, first downs in football deep in terms of the hole. And there was a Canadian LAV, light armored vehicle, on top of that explosion, uh, Roy. And that vehicle, all 35 tons of it, was thrown into the air, about 100 feet up in the air, turned on its back, came down, and five Canadians died in that. The Canadians are very, very familiar because it is the easiest way. You buy fertilizer, you get uh, fertilizer, and you can make it quite easily into bombs. And I'm wondering whether a lot of that material didn't end up in Beirut in the first place by accident, supposedly, but maybe because it was intended for some bombs because there are bomb-making factories all over in Lebanon, in Syria, uh, in Iraq, and uh, Lebanon has often been the conduit for weapons. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.